I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So They've all gone mad. Want to cancel Seuss? Maybe it's just a case of the winter blues. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Overrated, Underrated, or Rated Fairly. Bob, it, that didn't even rhyme. It's an off rhyme. It's fine. It wasn't that bad. Josh, it, it, it gave me, I laughed a little it's bit. Topical. Uh, it's topical. Uh, it's Seussical. It is Seussical. Listen, if Seuss could make up words, then I can make up rhymes. Uh, and it doesn't translate it, I'm, yeah it doesn't but anyways listen here's the thing I'm winter listening. blues they're real aren't they yeah no yep. matter no matter what job you're in this time of year everybody's everybody has it it's the, the seasonal effect of we're we're through january and february but we still got march and potentially april to get through and we're in that lull aren't we still snow on the ground so cold still outside snow. yeah is it on purpose that seasonal affective disorder is the the sad it's just sad it's just uh it's maybe ironic they know what they're doing they know what they're doing i think (laughs) yeah yeah whatever doctor made that wasn't dr seuss but whatever doctor made that maybe it was although dr seuss is making a lot of people sad these days apparently (laughs) (laughs) Just don't hang out with Joey, all right? <laughs> you, you know, this is canceling Seuss is what happens when you hang out with Joey. Yeah. You can't cancel the Seuss. Yeah, and we don't get political, but folks, you must remember, you never hang out with Joey Bides. <laughs> ever. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Especially on, uh, what's the street of the book that's getting canceled? Mulberry. Mulberry. Be careful. <laughs> you never hang out with Joey on Mulberry Street. Or Salisbury Hill. Well, we'll get to that. So... <laughs> Anyway, so guys, we're gonna wow! What a great night here. We're in the we're in the early days of March, and um, you know, we just we just got through February. Yeah, um, we're we're to uh, fake spring, I believe, right? We're mm. to fake spring, yes. and you know, just like uh, the whole winter season itself, you never know what to expect. Uh, no. Things could change at the drop of a hat. Um, we could even call it February. And that's exactly oh, no. what we're going to do to celebrate the end and to toast the end. We're going to do a February <laughs> rating here. I'm just going to give you a bunch of totally random things. All right. And you're going to tell me if they're overrated, underrated, or rated fairly. Maybe give me a quick word why you feel that way. Okay. We're going to use the drop. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. All right. Pew, 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 pew. Rapid fire rating. And it really is. Oh, All right, day. here we go, Mr. Bigglesworth. Josh, go. Can you describe where Mr. Wait, 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 Mr. Big like the, the cat from Austin Powers? That's the one, Josh. Overrated, oh, oh underrated, rated fairly. <laughs> I told you it was a February. Oh my god, that cat is is underrated. I mean, it survived the harshness of space, and it came back. And yes, it lost all of its fur. But listen, <laughs> it might have been alopecia. It, it might have been. But hey, listen. That cat came back stronger than ever, willing to support Dr. Evil in all of his evilness. Underrated. Tim, Mr. Bigglesworth. Rated fairly. Uh, you know, I, I I can never put a cat as as 
over or underrated because uh, I don't like cats. So it's a bias, fairly. but you're aware of it. That's you fine. remember yes. Nevio? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's rated fairly as well. No. <coughs> the theme song to the show Arthur. Oh my gosh! Surprisingly catchy. Rated fairly. Okay, Tim. It's underrated. It is underrated. <laughs> Only children's show with a reggae-styled theme song. Yeah, that and was a, cool. And at age 31, I would still go out of my way to listen to that song. Although, DW, overrated. Else? Yeah, many things about Arthur are, um, but not the theme song. What do you song. think about Buster? Is he overrated? Very overrated. Yeah, Buster's kind of... He's kind of one of the worst friends, like yeah. like friend sidekicks of any like children's show. Well, he's, he's a real turd. He he's overrated. Who's that underrated one? He's like the big guy that's oh, like very uh, kind. Yeah, he's, he's like kind of a bully, but kind of not. He's got yeah. a heart of gold. Yeah, heart of gold, but a rapier wit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is, but I know what you're talking about. Either way, screw Buster and DW. Overrated. We're getting right to the heart of matters here. The song Salisbury Hill. <laughs> Supremely underrated. Agreed, a hundred percent. Fairly rated. <laughs> How is Salisbury Hill not underrated in your mind? I mean, that song is nostalgia wrapped up in a beat. You know, you know what? I'm going to go underrated. It's yeah. pretty nostalgic. It's an eagle in the night sky, Tim. <laughs> I know what so I'm wrong. There's so many cool things that happened in that song, specifically the eagle. So many situations. <laughs> Finding a copy of Matilda on DVD in Walmart's 350 bin. Very underrated, Bob. Ah. <laughs> uh. You don't like Matilda? Josh, where are you struggling with this? You dressed as Trunchable <laughs> okay, for that, Halloween. That is actually very true. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hemming and hawing, and he was a character yeah. for, of them. Okay. okay. It shouldn't be hard for you, Josh. I'm going to give it a rated fairly. Rated fairly. I'm going to go rated fairly, too. 350 that's not a bad price. At this point, I still like to buy a DVD if I can't find it on streaming, but... Honestly, I don't really want to pay much more than 350 for a DVD these days. Rated a di- fair. A dying Listen. art. Yeah, it is. It is. I re- recently learned that Danny DeVito really took the, the lead uh, actress of Matilda under his wing during that filming. and uh, you've, her, you've learned some Matilda trivia recently, Tim. I have, have yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine so this. Her, her, mother, her mother was dying, okay? Of, real funny, right, Bob? Her mother was dying. No, not anymore. Of, a, uh, of okay. cancer. And uh, Danny DeVito really took her under, uh, took Matilda under his wing. I don't remember her real name, but <laughs> uh, he organized a pre-screening of the movie for her mother so she could see it before she that, passed on. Okay, underrated. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Josh? Mara Wilson was the actress's name. Merle. Yeah. <laughs> Not Merle. That is cool, man. That's a really cool thing. And really cool that uh, Danny DeVito... Is as cool as I hoped he'd be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every now and then you find a little gem in Hollywood. Mm, that's that's a good cast topic, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Coming I'd soon. Love that. <laughs> Reading and <laughs> when did I write these things? Reading a nice piece of poetry. Mm. I'm gonna give it an underrated because you can sit there. It can mean what you want it to mean. You can analyze it and you can move on with your day. It's gonna stick with you. Nice little uh, wisdom. I th- okay. I'm going to say just rated fairly because of the fact that some people take it way too far. Like, you know, they make Fair. us memorize, you know, that Robert Frost fo- poem in oh, eighth yeah. grade, Two Rows woods, Diverge. Well, whose woods these are, I think I know. Yellowwood. No, no, not that. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know what? I, I think, yeah, you're, you're onto something there. I think that the teaching of poetry needs to be done differently. Uh, I don't know of anybody who really loved poetry when we learned it back in middle school. Mm. But now, and, and even in college, I was like, yeah, it's whatever. Now, like, I love a good poem. It kind of gets your mind going for the day, and uh, it's like a good song when you find a really good poem. They're fairly. You're an English teacher. How do you get the kids interested <laughs> in this kind of crap? Well, I actually don't teach a poetry hey. unit, but uh, I also think that if I was to teach one, it's just about trying to find good, relatable poetry. And I think poems can be, to your point, Bob, very thought-provoking and very, oh, very they deep. they must be. However, they also can be very, some of them whiff hard. Oh, sure, sure. I, I agree with that. you got to find a poet you really like and believe in. Some yeah. poets are also pretentious. Many are. Some poets don't even know it. That it was forced. Speaking of that, Josh, I just thought of this challenge for you. All right. Now our listeners are beginning to know us as good friends, and uh, you know we both teach. You teach middle school, I teach elementary. What if both of us took a little time this week or next week before the next cast to teach Salisbury Hill as a poem, <laughs> and and do an in-depth analysis of Salisbury Hill and bring back some of the gem findings we've heard. My kids are working on a project, but I can definitely have like ten minutes the, is all you need. The the kids who finish early, oh man, that would be perfect. All right, so stay tuned. Josh and I are going to do a little Salisbury Hill poetry uh, analysis with two vastly different grade oh, levels. Yeah. Little segue: I did poll my my middle schoolers the other day about the tots versus fries. Yeah, how did we not debate? start with? Oh this? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was an overwhelming amount of support for tots oh You're, wow it was we're not getting back into this listen to the last cast that's where it lies buried it was literally three quarters and we that's actu- unbelievable we actually had a voicemail um which we we got to find a good way to integrate those into the show but we had a voicemail where they they actually we had a in. voicemail we did we did again how did we not start with this <laughs> Um, Why I, is this the way it is? <laughs> we need we got work to do. Anyway, I, I'm thinking about adding it in at the end of the show, just kind of giving a little intro and then putting it in there. Because I think it, we need to. They made a really good point, and uh, yeah, I want our listeners to hear it, and I want our listener to be uh, validated. Thank sure. you. Thank you for leaving us a voicemail. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciated it this week. Yeah, we'll put it on this show, and Tim and I will <laughs> hear it along with you all for the first time. <laughs> yeah, we promise to do better. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> Lord Zed. Oh, man. Underrated. Are you kidding? I was talking about the most recent Power Rangers movie as of late, and they were hyping up Lord Zed like Dude, nobody. Lord Zed is a very underrated villain. But then they canceled the new Power Ranger sequel, and I was like, okay, I guess all that's for nothing now. Lord Zed. They knew there was too much uh, to lose with reinventing Lord Zed. Underrated. Rita Repulsa repulsed him. Ah, still underrated. Did you guys see the new Power Rangers movie? Oh yeah. Never would. Never have. Went went to like opening week. <laughs> Did you like it? It was okay. I like Brian Brian Cranston as Zordon. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually my next rating. The Zordon. Uh Overrated. Uh, honestly, both are overrated to me. I was never a big fan of Power Rangers. Well, that's another bias. Uh, well, yeah. fair, fair. <laughs> I think Zoran's a little overrated, actually. Yeah, he's in a tube. It's just his face. He's yeah, got a big, deep. Ooh. He commanded a lot of things without doing much. Well, and, how was uh, that face floating? Was it in like water or something? Well, uh, he, and if you watched the 1995 movie, you found out that it was actually a man in that tube. Yep. But they were able to just project his face. I don't know how. 
1995, I can't imagine the technology was that good to do so. That doesn't make much sense to me. Bob, right back at you. Ivan Ooze, overrated, oh, underrated, rated fairly. Dude, when I was a kid, I had night terrors about Ivan Ooze. I don't and, even know who that is. Well, he was in the 1995 movie again. There's, It's not him all throughout the movie. Gotta watch but you, it, too. Josh, well you might versed. remember this one scene like where he's doing the ad for the Ooze. And like his hair's kind of frizzy, and he has on like a clown's hat. That scene, ugh, that scene oh, messed me up that. for so long because he looks especially terrifying in that. And I had so many nightmares where he was coming to give me the ooze. <laughs> and uh, you know what else was scary? And that was he had debilitated all the parents with the ooze. Yep. So there was something really scary about Ivan Ooze in, in that movie. Um, it was a surprisingly good flick. I don't yeah. know if it actually stands up if we were to watch it. Well, I have it on DVD, The Dying Art, so maybe we can do a watch along next time. Would love to see Tim's reaction to that. We Well, next week we need to make sure we get early to watch it. <laughs> I am very interested. In one one last that. thing about Zordon. Oh, God. <laughs> he advised the Rangers on all this stuff and made a big deal of it. Why did no one tell the Rangers... When they're getting their asses kicked every time they fought like a monster, like why are we waiting till the absolute last minute to morph together into the Megazord? Why don't we just do this right away, kill this monster, and save ourselves a little bit of physical um, pain in the process? Just Zordon another, never figured that out. It's another overrated part of that show. It, I, would, movie, I would agree with I that. Guess. All I'm saying is it was one of the faults of Power Rangers. It was, and they went. Flying every time they got hit, they got oh my God. at least six feet of air. The putties even started to gain momentum, and then you know, it was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna just remember the one way we've killed all the other monsters by bonding together." Should have done it right away. Yep. the The Rangers are too sassy, to be honest. Like that, there's they try to fit in way too much like cleverness in their. Well, lines you need to and- understand the culture of Angel Grove where they grew ah, up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to understand anything to know that that is an overrated show. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm pissed now. <laughs> a, a, whiskey, a whiskey and ginger drink. Now that is underrated. Oh, <laughs> it's it's my new favorite drink as of late. A nice is underrated it? easy go-to, right? Josh, uh, yes. how, how often have you been drinking this? Uh, surprisingly, as of late, very often. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, reasons, for reasons you both know... Uh, <laughs> There's a there's a surprising amount of ginger ale in my house as of late. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and you, no better way to get rid of it than to mix it with with whiskey. Yes, yep. there's yes. only one way to get rid of ginger ale. And well, we're all on the same page with that. How about William H Macy? <laughs> what? <laughs> How about William H Macy? Overrated. Fairly, you think so? He's fairly rated. I give him fairly. Yeah. I don't really have any reasons, just fair. All right. Josh, reason he's maybe a little overrated? I don't like how when I say his name, I have to give the middle uh, consonant. Okay. Finding a rare copy of Shallow Hal on DVD. <laughs> oh, man. That's rated fairly because it's an incredible movie. I'd say underrated at this point. Hard to find. Yeah. I don't think you're able to find that. It might even be worth a little bit. Uh, doubtful. <laughs> yeah, also doubtful. Here, here's the thing. The the streaming services really destroyed the DVD industry. Yeah, but they did. But the thing is, like, movies like that that are kind of classic and borderline forgotten about, like School of Rock's not forgotten about, but, like, School of Rock, Shallow Hal, like, something about Mary. The, the movies that don't make it to streaming a lot kind of get lost in that mix, and, like, you really have no choice but to go on Amazon and find a good used copy if you... If you yeah. want to see it, like other day, I was telling Liz, my wife, about Bedazzled, and nowhere it was playing. I'm like, 
I, we need to get this DVD. Found it for like two bucks on eBay. It was great. Is, is it bedazzled or bedazzled? I think it's bedazzled. But what a... <laughs> oh, it wasn't as good as I remember it, but I'm still going to give it underrated because of Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Also, Elizabeth Hurley is a devil. Great role. Oh, I remember that movie now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn the devil. <laughs> do, do you guys like scroll through Facebook and see those ads every single time? For Bedazzled? No, no. It, it's always the title, What Happened to Brendan Fraser? It's yeah, like, why are always, they always hassling Always. Like, I'm, I see it every... Probably every week. It's clickbait because then you look him up and it's like it actually seems like he's doing fine. Yeah, he's but like, just fine. Yeah, but the clickbait makes you want to think like he's like on the brink of death, and it's like, well, he's actually acting in something right now. Brendan <laughs> Fraser's role in Scrubs, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Underrated. He was a very, very good character. Breaks your heart. I don't know well. much about Scrubs, so I'm gonna have to get back to you. This is trying to get me into it. So listen, you can't do it all on your own. I know. I'm I'm no Superman, there Josh. <laughs> I know that much. Two more. <laughs> Two more. Finding a copy of Fifty Cent's "Get Rich or Die Trying" on CD. Overrated. Really? I, I have no need for that. I think it's rated fairly. A lot of hits off that album. And how much is the CD? Okay, let me change the phrasing. You find a burnt copy that you already own. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe even a little underrated, huh, Tim? <laughs> I'd go fairly. I mean, I'm a fan of rap. 50 Cent isn't my favorite. You know what this reminds me of? A, a, Tim and I always reminisce on a friend of ours named Ben. <laughs> and he, he told me this, just a little quick story for the listeners. He told me this quick, this funny story in like high school once where him and a few friends like burnt the uh, Conan the Barbarian theme song onto a bunch of like <laughs> CDRs and like labeled them like, 50 Cent, Bob Marley, and like all these other popular things that different groups of kids liked, and they like left them around the school for people to find. Excellent prank. Now that's an underrated prank. Yes, well done. That's wonderful. All right, and the last one. I'm really curious to see what you guys think of this. Getting in. What? Getting an autographed feather from the Counting Crows. Josh, this is a one-of-a-kind autographed feather from the Counting Crows. How does one autograph Don't think a about feather. the logistics. Just tell me what you think of it. As a man who appreciates irony, I would give that an underrated. Very underrated. Adam Duritz autographed feather. It's impossible. Not impossible. Unlikely. <laughs> You just don't appreciate it. Fine. If you get an un- <laughs> if you get an autograph feather, I guess and, it's and underrated not, it's not just, because it's just hard to do. It's not even just Adam Dirt's. It's the whole band. Oh, how big is this? Feather Let's say it's about? a turkey feather. All right. Those you are know pretty what? Big no. Feathers. Let's say it's a crow feather. What about an eagle? Did it fly out of the night? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I uh, I lied. This is the last one. Autographed eagle feather from Peter Gabriel that says. Salisbury Hill as part of the inscription. As long as it's not Taylor Gabriel. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> that, fo- that picture is still on the wall, isn't it? I bad that. reminders of Josh's fantasy days. I yeah. know. A lot of bad reminders of Josh's fantasy it, days. Although an autographed Counting Crows feather is a little bit of one of my fantasies. I'd love to, <laughs> I'd love to own it. <laughs> If I find one, Bob, I will most certainly buy it for you, regardless <laughs> Imagine of you the price. you go on eBay, and it's like, actually, there's a lot of these in circulation. <laughs> you know, I could see, like, maybe a feather being framed and, like, you know, the, the paper around it being autographed. I could see that. <laughs> Are you looking up autographed <laughs> Counting Crows feather? 
<laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> any any hits? I see a lot of memorabilia. Every single search on Google has that missing, and it says feather with a slash. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's ever searched for it, but they know what you're getting at. <laughs> That's always a sad sign when it's like the yeah. missing word. You're not you're not in, in good shape if they like, don't have the missing word for you. <laughs> it's like, nice try, wise guy. <laughs> well, we'll look for it, but there's not going to be anything. Guess what? Google still has some respect. <laughs> oh. Anyways, well, I think that will wrap up that uh, that rating, guys. Thanks for playing along with the February rating, and uh, you know, let us know at home. Are there any of these things that we maybe breeze through that maybe you really have a lot of merit in? Maybe you have an autographed feather from the Counting Crows that you want to sell to me, or an autographed uh, Power Rangers helmet well, to sell to yeah. me. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> yeah, apparently a big fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. You guys, ready you guys getting a little thirsty? Ooh. Always have been. Ah, here we are. Yummy, What the hell is that? <laughs> now, back up, you saw what depression, seasonal affective disorder, and time did to the Tin Man. But in his case, all it took was a little oil. To bring the man back to life. That wasn't seasonal. <laughs> follow me, follow with me here. Bob. It was. Ask the director. He rusted. He was made out of tin. It wasn't seasonal affective disorder. It was just sad well, what happened. As seasons change, the rust forms. No, it's just Anyways, wa- as a tin man used the oil to get back. <laughs> In the winter, sometimes we use a little libation. To get back to our true selves. What a great word choice. And <laughs> look at Tim stewing over there. I hate this. We're about to imbibe, Tim. Did I just teach you a new word, Tim? No. Nope. <laughs> no, you didn't. Tim I, I hating words word. about drinking. Truly turpid. Truly turpid is right. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> I'll tell you truly turpid indeed. What what really gets us uh what really gets us nice and warm and, and, and buzzed and comfortable in those long lulls and in, in, in slumps of the late winter like a nice stout? Oh, I feel it in my plums. You sure do and you will. <laughs> now, uh, now, a stout's not something you're going to go to if you're looking to, to have a few throughout the evening. But if you're sitting fireside and, and trying to, you know... And, Maybe enjoy all that snow dumping down outside. Pour yourself a stout. It's what it's about. Let it all out. Yeah. Ha- have it with a <laughs> have it with a plate of trout. Uh. <laughs> anyway, smell it with your snout. Oh, there's an easy. All right. One. Well, we're gonna try a few. Uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, um, maybe close your eyes for a minute here. I'm gonna pour one for you, <laughs> Tim. I'm yeah. going to ask you a question while our eyes are poured. Our eyes are poured. I, I, I'm not pouring you any eyes here, Josh. Uh, this isn't a Halloween cast. There it is. Yeah. Tim, Salisbury Hill or Salisbury Steak? Ooh. Well, Salisbury Steak is overrated in you general. You always go with Salisbury Hill. I, w- I would mm. say Salisbury Hill. Definitely. Salisbury Steak is actually kind of disgusting. I, I, I've gotten quite good at making my own steak lately. I take a lot of pride in it. Uh, I've even gotten Ashley to like steaks a little bit. Um, so, a great Open them up and have a sip. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Uncle John himself. The Uncle John, indeed. <laughs> to the snack shack. 
For those of you guys, well, well, the uh, co-hosts here are <laughs> sipping. I've already tried this one. I've already tried all these, and I know what they are. Um, we we are drinking out of newly pressed custom merchandise mugs. This is true. With our new overrated, underrated, or rated fairly logo on them. Um, this week we'll be launching uh, social media pages, and very soon we'll have some merch up for you, yes. including these nice mugs that we're drinking this delicious, delicious stout out of. So so stay tuned. Yeah, and right as I sip this, this first of all, definitely buy the merch. But yes, <laughs> the stout that I am drinking is fairly rated. It's it's Good, very huh? even keeled as far as stouts go. I feel like it's not too dark, you know, where it's like too much of like that mm. coffee like bitter flavor yeah. it's very very even almost almost like a brown ale type stout it does it have like. it's reminiscent yeah. of an of a brown ale yeah Got a little bit of a newcastle kind of vibe there josh you know i love I, I know. And you know i actually do too <laughs> you know underrated beer <laughs> very underrated what came to mind is uh tim and i made a beer a, about a year ago together <laughs> yes. it was the first beer that we made not the the catastrophic one that you know oh. almost killed you um more on that later. Uh, it has a lot of like a molassesy kind of, oh. like a southern molasses. Oh, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't even talk. Sorry, sorry, Josh. It's got a, it's got a rich flavor to it. I, I really like it. And you're right, Bob. I don't know if I could crush an entire six pack of this, but is it flavorful, man? It you wouldn't so mind good. this while watching a movie, uh, oh, sitting yeah. in a fire, right? Couple beers, kicking back. Yeah, this is heavy enough to kind of. Keep me full throughout the rest of the night. But it's also light enough. It's got to, some carbonation, right? Yeah, it's... It, I, is this even a stout box? And I'll tell you exactly what it's light <laughs> enough to do. Chug a mug of it, because if you go to our Instagram page, you will see me chug this earlier before the cast. This is actually not technically a stout. It's advertised as a dunkle. A and, dunkle. And what would you describe a dunkle as? Well, let's see what they describe it as. Uh... Awesome. I don't know. Maybe they don't. This is the, uh, I believe it's Hof Brau. This is a very German name, uh, and I, I do do it no service at all. I, I like this company a lot. Their Oktoberfest was my favorite this year. Um, it just says, you know, Bavarian notes, and, uh, you know, it's very stout-like. You know, I, I got that type of, this was this is very much an Oktoberfest type of beer. Yeah, yeah I would say more uh, Oktoberfest than stout for me. It, it's got a very... Uh, do you guys get like a bready? Well, kind here's of the thing: like dark special, dark specialties were being made in Bavaria. Long, I can't read it; it's so small. Before the advent <laughs> of pale beers, over the years, this company, yeah, rich flavor. So maybe this isn't quite along the stout line, but I wanted to try it because I'm a big fan of this this brand. Um, and still a little heavier. Uh, well, not heavier, but a he- heavier taste slightly. Weighing it at 5.5 ABV, uh, this is a nice one to sip near the fire. It so, won't do you too dirty either. So a dunkel is a <laughs> word used for several types of dark German lager, uh, which okay. I would say this is definitely very lager-like. Sure. Um, they are a, a dark German beer. Uh, they are also known as donkeys. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, no, I mean they got a smooth multi flavor. I would definitely agree with that. Dunky for the win. That's good. So I, this is nothing to do with a style. This is a good beer. And for all of you that buy these mugs, there's a, even if you fill up the very bottom of the mug, it's oh, still yeah. a fair amount of you, beer. You could probably fit like you could you could easily fit two Dunkles in there. <laughs> 
if not more. <laughs> well, that's such a silly name. I know I like it. Uh, All right, it, close your eyes. So, what are we gonna rate this thing? Fair? It it's actually a little underwritten. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you. I'd say the same. Question. Sure. So this is not a stout in general. No. But are we I, rating stouts? Or are we just rating a, the beer? Stout esque type thing. Dark, heavier beers is really the theme. It's it's a so, loose base thing. These are sippers for the winter. So this is this is underrated because yeah. you know it does taste like the Newcastle. For my, I think my twenty second birthday, I actually got sure. one of the mini kegs of the oh, Newcastle. Yeah. I remember that day. They that have that good. and the mini <laughs> kegs of Heineken. Yeah. Well, get that. Get the Newcastle, folks. Sure, sure. <laughs> but hey, here you know another thing too is this another thing that makes us underrated is that they have this uh, year-round in the stores. People always overlook this brand. I feel like a lot of the imported stuff gets lost with the craft beers and things today. Um, this is a this is a good go-to if you're not really sure what you want to drink. It's a dunkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> underrated, I'd say. Yep, underrated. It's got cool. all the appeal of a light beer, but or not a light beer, but uh, a, a lager, yeah. but being dark. And but I all the girth of a dark one. <laughs> The hell's that? <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> oh, the Dunkel, apparently his was a little more than 5.5. I think so. Jeez. All right, close your eyes now. Josh, right. another conversation while we close our eyes, please. All right, Timbo. Would you <laughs> rather have, do you think that the eagle flying out in the night yep. does in Salisbury Hill. Does its bidding in the light? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, well, that's actually a good question. <laughs> No, it does its bidding at night for sure. All right, so it's 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 not a great eagle. It's kind of almost like a bad eagle, right? No, there's nothing evil. bad about anything in Salisbury Hill, especially that eagle. Hey, Bob, we're having a conversation here. It is overrated. No, there's nothing about Salisbury Hill that's overrated. Take it back. It's got an evil eye. eagle. Oh, I can already tell. Now this, this is, is certainly darker. a stout. This. Smells a little bit like either coffee or chocolate. Go ahead and have a sip. Or chalk. Oh, that's chocolate. This is a chocolate stout. Yeah, you can taste the chocolate. That's for sure. Tell me about this. I'll tell you about it, Bob. So uh, it's a very smooth chocolatey Mm. taste. The scent of that hit me harder than the uh, sip. I... (laughs) You're right. The sip is smooth. The The scent is very uh, oh. in your face. Almost knocked me out when I moved the mug up to my lips. Bob, do you do the same thing when Josh is sipping something? You just look at him and how he swirls it around in his mouth. And the way he <laughs> sipped it, it was like he was expecting an eagle to fly out of the night from his mug. <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, there. It's a... Uh... It's got a little bit of a tang to it, which I, I really enjoy, especially for a heavier beer. Like This, this is delightful. This is very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, this is very good. This but is an underrated The stout. chocolate flavor sticks with you for a while, and I like that, too. It's it's not like a, sometimes like I, I'm comparing it to like a chocolate milk right now where Ooh, you, when yes. you have that flavor, you drink it, it's sweet, it's chocolate, it's gone. You don't want it after a little bit. Exactly. This, I still got the flavor in my mouth. I really enjoy this. Now, Josh, you've had some other chocolate stouts before. I have. I have. How does this measure up? I would say, I'd say this is on par with those. Right. Sometimes, if you have a good chocolate st- or a bad chocolate stout, it's too sweet, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it and it crushes you with that sweetness, and then it's heavy on top of that, so it's really hard to finish. Have you ever had those like milk stouts? Yeah, I have. Like dragon something. Mm. Oh yeah, the dragon, uh, dragon milk. Yeah. So my brother Brennan loves the the dragon's milk 
Enjoy it, brother. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, I hate it. I, I don't like the sweet, sweet. A little like, too stout. much for you. Yeah. It's a very high percentage. Now, have you had some chocolate stouts before, Tim? Uh, full disclosure, I'm not a big fan of stouts in general. Yeah, yeah, they're not my go-to. I just thought it'd be fun but, to do this because we haven't really. I hate it. it. I wish you didn't do first. this. No. I'm well, kidding. no, you like this. <laughs> I can see by the way you're staring in awe of this. Now, now, um, I do like an occasional stout, like uh, <laughs> a sip from. It's weird because I like you know the IPAs, the uh, you do like the em. lighter beers, <laughs> and my wife Ashley loves the stouts. Like she she loves coffee, and she kind of she gravitates toward the stouts because of that. I think if um, you're looking to fully enjoy a beer, a stout is a good way to do that. Right. If you're not looking to drink fast, yes, uh, then go for the stout. You know, but the, as far as this stout goes, like this is really even keeled. You it's, maybe would have a couple of them. Not, uh, yeah, maybe. I I I definitely have one of them. <laughs> and like that's the thing. I can't take like two or three stouts in a in a sitting. I can't do it. A little it, too you know? heavy. Mm. Now, what about having a stout with a meal? Oh, is that, is that something that you would? You would advise our listeners to do, or yeah, yeah, sure. Have it with a nice um, uh, uh, corned beef, like, yeah. like that kind of thing, where it's like the real salty meats. Yeah, you got to cut with a stout. I'd love that. That, that and you're nice. gonna, you're gonna go some of us, Tim. You're gonna go, <laughs> you're gonna go fireside after that meal and just be comatose. Yeah. For the record, it is a little too rich for my blood. Corned beef, I, and I used to love corned beef. Okay, I used to love it. And, and we're getting off topic. I'm sorry. Josh brought it up. No, no, that's it's his fault. Well, we'll uh, get to the corned beef. Maybe even do well, St. Patty's. This is coming up. Yes. Ooh. We mm. never did do a St. Patty's cast. <laughs> that's true. Well, I, I think, believe we came up with this podcast like right after St. Patrick's Day last year, right? Could have uh, been. Could have been. We started. What was it? July. Well, summer was when we hit hit the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know. We got we still got a couple holidays to cover too. Oh yeah, and St. Patty's we certainly will cover. Oh for sure. Mm. But uh, I'll tell you a little bit about this. So what do you guys think? What's your rating on this one? It's it's underrated, Bob. Yeah, because I do it is. like the chocolate notes that stay on my mouth or my palate. Josh, know. what are you thinking? I'm gonna give it an underrated as well. Yeah, Very I'm good. I, I'm with you guys. When people um tell me or when I see advertised like a milk or a chocolate stout or any kind of stout, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> I am. I'm very skeptical um, for the same reasons you guys mentioned. But let me tell you a little bit about this, okay? Here we go. This is from Hooker Brewery. This is a chocolate truffle stout made with Munson's chocolate. Munson's? Munson's. So you know it's good stuff. Um, This is when... Is it from the box that Josh brought us? No, no, that was not Munson's. (laughs) Truly turpid. This is is weighing in at 5.9 ABV, so not too bad. But this is a nice, smooth taste. Like, It's not overwhelming. It's not that artificial uh, lactose stuff. Like, You don't feel bad after it. You just feel like, hey, that's chocolatey. Uh, Like Josh said, not a couple sips and I'm done. Like, meh, let me have a little more. Have Thomas, more. Thomas Hooker Brewery puts out a nice beer for those of you from the uh, the northwest corner. Well, I think that's part of it too. Is you really? Connecticut. I've never had anything by Hooker that I haven't liked. Well, they're not in northwest corner. They're probably more well, than what? Uh, where are they out of? Central North, kind of. Not a map guy, to be honest with you. Actually, me neither. I'm I'm just totally throwing. Things hey, out if you're here. in Connecticut and you like beer, Hooker is the way to go. Yeah. 
Get, get some hooker. Mm, yeah. Um, no, for, for, for real, though, it is great stuff. Uh, Nectar of the Goats. Can't say enough. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the, um, the, their IPA, uh, the one you and my brother always get. Oh, what is it? Oh, Phil's a big I fan. The purple can, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh my god, why are we blanking on it? Nah. Oh no, uh, no filter. No filter. Uh, yeah, no, no filter. filter. That's the one. That's you the and one. Bill love Very the good. no filter. It's good. It's Very good. good IPA. That, that's one of my favorite IPAs, actually. Yeah. Um, I know Josh and I indulge in quite a few nectar of the goats during my brother's bachelor party. We did. It was a good time. <laughs> I asked Josh what he thought. Of it. He said, "Not bad." <laughs> that does sound like me. <laughs> well, because of the goats. I don't think yeah. I don't think goats bad. I think that's. Listen, cheap. close your eyes for the next one. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right, another conversation, Josh. All right, Tim. When you had that that last uh, chocolate stout, did mm-hmm. your heart go boom, 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 like in Salisbury Hill? No you drink too many stouts, it's going to be very hard to climb up on Salisbury Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I it, think it did go boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, oh, boom. That's the wrong type of boom, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Be careful of copyrights. Is there any real right way to do boom, boom, boom? <laughs> yeah, out of the night. <laughs> <laughs> With an eagle. <laughs> All right, open them up. Take a sip, guys. I'm going to sniff first, then I'll take yeah, a sip. Yeah, yeah. Do a Josh. Check out everything before you indulge. <laughs> Gargle it, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm here for the Josh. What do you think? Unlike Listerine mouthwash, <laughs> <laughs> this is a very typical stout right here. This this is neither like great smelling or great tasting. It's very coffee like. It's uh, it's just a very it, it's it's a fairly rated stout. It, it, it is what it is. I. I know this because I I really do hate stouts, <laughs> but you don't hate them. Oh, okay, well I liked the first two. This was. Would you ever is... date a stout? Absolutely not. You hate to date a stout. I'm married. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, this it's is... a mistress stout. <laughs> Easy boy. <laughs> what am I even talking about? Who knows? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Folks, these mugs. <laughs> like if you <laughs> if you pour just the bottom, it's still a lot of beer. <laughs> no, it's a hearty stout here. Josh, yeah. your thoughts? I actually kind of hate it just because it's too stouty. If that makes sense, mm. it's got that. Uh, I want to call it almost like a bitterness that comes with anything that tastes a little bit too much like coffee. Yeah, um, and, and that's you guys are really getting, getting a lot of coffee from this. I, yeah. I'm getting it way more than others, and it sits on the back of my tongue. And it's just a little bit bitter, almost tasting like black coffee. So it goes down to his plums. You, but, uh, let me ask. Sorry, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, it's just uh, it. It's probably rated fairly because this is what comes to mind when I think of a stout, and I lo- I know that there's people who love this type a, of stout. A go-to in your mind. Yeah. What do you drink when you drink coffee? How, how do you do your coffee? Splash of milk. How do you do your coffee? Black. See, I do black too. And I'm not tasting any coffee on this. I was wondering if you're, like, you're sweetening up your coffees or anything, but no, I, I don't sweeten them up. But um, uh, well, I do my coffee black, but I I also don't enjoy it. You know, like, I do. You don't it, enjoy a black coffee? Uh, well, I'm. Oh, here's the thing. Let me explain my coffee experience. I actually to you. hate tainting the coffee. So like, 
I'm I'm lactose intolerant, so it's tough to to get cream in there. It, it's and I I don't really like sweet stuff, so I I de- default to the black, you know. Yeah. And I, I like like the flavored coffees that they do, like the unsweetened ones. That is sure, sure. Like blueberry, raspberry. I'm a fan, but when it comes to coffee, it's just like. I'm kind of doing it just for the caffeine, you know, and really? it's like it's like, oh, I feel healthy because I'm doing this instead of a Red Bull. Right I, now, I hear that know? a lot about people with black coffee. I enjoy black coffee. I really, really do. I, I love coffee. Haven't had it in four weeks. I'm trying to cut back. And it's, it's wild. I never knew the headaches you get when you stop oh, drinking coffee. Lack of caffeine headaches are very bad. Gosh, if you haven't had it in four weeks, that's cold turkey. That's not cutting back. Hey, I actually had my first Red Bull of 2021 yesterday. Nice. Woo! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What what kind? Just regular? Regular 12-ounce. You got to do the 12. Like Those those 8-ounce ones are good for certain situations. Yeah, yeah, sir. And and I can't do the big ones anymore because I stopped them because they were giving me heart palpitations. Why are you laughing at me, Josh? Tosin would agree with you. <laughs> now, what's the best? What's the best size Red Bull when you need a little extra boost to climb up on Salisbury Hill? You, you need it. You need a six. I think you go. Salisbury, I think you go up the sixteen, don't you? <laughs> Dare I say the twenty? Don't get cute with it. You gotta get the full bull. <laughs> yeah, you might need to. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the Red Bull car? The one that oh, has yeah. the Red Bull can like sl- sticking out the back. Oh no, not. I, oh, I've seen it, but I've never. I've never uh, been in the same place, but I always used to catch the Red Bull van in the Har- at the Harmouth and Sunoco in the morning when I'd stop. You say there's a weenie coming out of the back? Never seen it. Not no, so it's, it's on the stop sign. Oh, can, the yes. weenie was on the stop sign. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I've actually, the, the, it was at the stop sign. That's where I saw it. <laughs> I've gotten free samples from the car, which was really cool. Well, you know, yeah, Red Bull is cool about that. A friend of mine in college, uh, his brother worked as like a college promoter for him. And he his his thing was he would ha- he would get paid to give out free Red Bulls throughout the day and like document it. That's pretty cool. So one night at, at Central, he had like a party there, and I drank a record of eight Red Bulls. Dude, that's not healthy. No, man. it was not healthy. In uh, but it was awesome. And I had my skateboard at the time, and I was skating around the the student center. <laughs> I bet you went all I night. <laughs> I I crashed real hard at about like three a.m. that night morning i don't know next morning, i don't know but. if it was on this podcast but bob has been quoted as saying red bull is one of the companies he wished he he would work for oh yeah at some point so um was on this podcast yeah it probably was there's here are the things that i will attest to uh if i weren't teaching the only other job i'd want to do would be bartender and there were there are only two products that i love so much throughout my life that i would endorse and work for and that is red bull and crocs <laughs> Come on, dude! I'm not kidding. I love those companies very, very much. By and the I way, I would be proud to work for them. I could totally see you behind a bar with, like, you know, the the towel up over your yeah. shoulder, yeah. like t- talking to someone in their misery. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the only other job I would do if I weren't teaching. Funny, because very different jobs, but it, you know what? A lot of the same kind of management skills. Some believe would, it or not, some would say opposites. Actually, <laughs> S- yeah, some would say similar. Though, if you work with kids Very. and have been around drunk people long enough, <laughs> a lot of the same strategies come into play, Josh. Am I correct? You're 100% correct. Sometimes <laughs> talking I, to a child is much easier, actually, than talking to a drunken fool sometimes. I have a pair of Crocs that I wear every Friday while I teach. So 
Oh yeah. Sometimes you wear just... Crocs every Friday. Yeah, they were. They I used were to gay. wear them as my dress shoe. I used to have the fake leather ones. For oh, you. those are sweet. Only reason I threw them out was because the sole got worn down so bad. I almost ate shit coming in when it was raining <laughs> once. Dude, I actually twisted my my ankle real bad, uh, and I had to throw them out. Oh. Who gives Crocs as a gift? Yeah, well, the whole team got them, right? So everyone uh, has Crocs. Who won it? Wait, wait, wait. The school bought these Crocs for everyone? No, there, it was a student gift. Ah, students. It was pretty great. The worst. So we all have different colored Crocs. No, no. It's but great. it's true, though. Talk, <laughs> talk, talking to an upset child when they're being irrational is easier than talking to a drunken friend. That's that's debatable. Depends on the friend. So you guys are going... <laughs> so you guys are going uh, uh, rated fair on this? No, overrated. This is overrated. I'm going to go rated me. fair. I, 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 could. I actually hate it. This is... Uh, well, you guys hit the nail on the head. This is the uh, left-hand milk stout. Uh, uh, this, I knew it was milky. This bad boy weighs in at... Is that the Thieves Guild? <laughs> is it what now? Oh, no. What, what, what's the assassins in Skyrim? Oh, uh, I assure you it is not... That's the, a Thieves Guild. Yeah. That, I assure you it is their... not the cow on the label of this bottle, John. No, is there lactose the in this? Because I'm going to have problems in about <laughs> 13 minutes. <laughs> uh... Actually, no. I, I I took a modium today. I'm good. No, I don't. I don't know if <laughs> there is. I think you're okay. I was already having trouble. This one's the heaviest, weighing at six percent. Um, there are there are some chocolate and coffee notes in it. You guys are right. Um, you know, I'm gonna give this an underrated. I actually, uh, uh, Bob, no, I, Bob, you're just doing it to be different. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. When I bought this, I don't like milk stouts, and I don't. I've had this once or twice and didn't remember feeling one way or another about it. But I think that it's um. I think it's good. I, I, I think it's underrated. Sad. So rank your favorites. We had the Dunkel, we had the Milk Stout, and we had the Chocolate. I thought there was more. <laughs> you get three, and you don't get mad at me. Fine. Can chocolate. I more of that chocolate one? You absolutely can. <laughs> chocolate, Dunkel, Milky. Okay, at Tim, what are you going? 100% agree with Josh. Yep. I'm going to go... Uh... You're going to rank, wow. rank the Dunkey. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I like all three of those a lot. <laughs> Teach me how to donkey. Teach me how to. Donkey. I already did in the first segment. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I remember uh, the first taste. I'm gonna go. Uh, let's do a uh, chocolate. You gotta go chocolate first. Let's do. Uh, let's do dunkel milk and chocolate. Stop. Ooh. And those aren't Bob. based on fi- like I. Terrible, I, Bob. That's the worst rating I've ever heard. You want a full one? Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> to be you. fair, You're a good could, friend. Uh, to be fair, honestly, you could put these three in any order, and I'm gonna be fine. I, I liked all of them, to be honest. And I'm not a South guy. I loved all three of these. Bob, Bob, you got a donkey. You don't want a milk? A tr- you want a full dunk? I'll go with a dunk. All right, here we go. If you got Bob, a dunk, honestly, oh, honestly, man, you got to think about how how the uh, chocolate notes really hit your palate. Oh after, no, listen man. to me. That's a phenomenal beer. Um, I just really like all of them. They're Bob, very good. I, I hate I will say stouts. That. I Thank hate you, stouts. Welcome. But I actually, I I would say I actually loved this chocolate truffle stout. Well, and you should. It's fantastic. It's, it's almost it's almost like changing my mind on stouts. Like where if like there is a hint of like nice chocolate in there, I'm I'm okay with it. You, you know? heard like, it, folks. Here's the wisdom moment of the show. <laughs> this show, and then you can rewind and hear Bob's rating and hear. The not wisdom part of the show, the <laughs> fools part. Don't, don't you do this again? We already had our trouble last week. That's true. <laughs> Every now and then, it changes someone's heart and mind, 
And Listen, in, and in a comedy cast, that's hard to do. And I'm we, I'm yep. I'm proud you found your way today, Tim. We don't need trouble. All we need is truffle. <laughs> we don't need trouble. All we need is a dunkle. Dunkies. Big dunk. <laughs> well, that's just about gonna wrap that segment up. Here's a cheers to you guys around your fires with the stout. That's what it's really all about. Raise them up to Uncle John. The big John. John. <laughs> cheers. Uh, so, uh, before we go into our next segment, I just wanted to take a quick moment to mention, uh, our, our wonderful sponsor for the show, yes. Anchor. Listen, folks, we've been doing the, you know, I was thinking on my way over to the studio tonight that we have, uh, really been, been blessed to be able to do this for, uh, we're it, come the summer, we're going to be hitting a year. So we still got a little ways to go, but we've, we've gotten in the process of being able to do a consistent weekly cast now. Before yeah. you'd hit us here and there. Now we're doing it. And you know, I, a lot of that is due to, to many things, but really the the easy access and guidance of the Anchor FM app. What a great app, guys. It's it's all about simplicity. Honestly, we we were just uh, three guys, you know, and, and we came together and we found this app. And honestly, like the quality is perfect. We, we couldn't ask for anything more from an app. When it comes to, to podcasting, we just wanted to kind of get into it. But honestly, we're pretty proud of our product now. And and it's all thanks to the Anchor Thanks app. to Anchor. You don't have Spotify, no problem. You don't have Apple Music, no problem. Uh, Anchor FM makes it so easy to be able to distribute on multiple platforms so everybody can enjoy, or <laughs> we hope, enjoy the, <laughs> the nonsense we spew weekly. And we thank you for it. Anchor FM. Absolutely. So download the Anchor FM app at on iTunes and Apple Play and geez, what else is there? Android? What's the Android store? What's that called? That's the space station. Josh. The space station. <laughs> Listen, you find Anchor, you download it, you can start your very own podcast of your own. So we strongly recommend. And that as you, you do can that. see, folks, it doesn't take much. It's truly underrated. Tim Anchor FM underrated. <laughs> truly underrated. All right, guys, you ready for our last segment? Oh yeah! Oh ooh, yeah! If you're down in the dumps, we can get you out of that slump. Now, this is going to be a fairly rated uh, segment here. Listen, guys, it's March. Yep. I know, I know. Spring's on its way any day, maybe even in May. But we don't know <laughs> when that may be. So, uh, <laughs> as a stretch... So listen, do me a favor here. Help me out. Give me some things that are going to help me out of this winter slump. All right? All right. Let's do a little playlist thing here. I want a song, a movie, and an activity that you're, are your go-tos when you're feeling a little down. What's gonna, what are you going to go to It's going to pull you out of this mood and make you feel real good? Let's start with the song. Midwinter, Ooh. or less, sorry, not midwinter, late winter, but could last a lot longer. You never know. Wind storms, snowstorms. It's not over yet, folks. What song is going to over? But it's you, not. You think, but man, are you wrong? Mm. So when you're wrong, put on a song. What's going to help you get out of this, Tim? You, you're, you're looking for summer. It's so far away, but put the headphones on. What's playing? I'll tell you exactly what's playing, Bob. It's not a song at all. 
That's oh, then you're. <laughs> oh, it's oh. the overrated, underrated, Continues. underrated podcast. It's the podcast that we do. I, I just put it on, and I'm happy as hell. It's uh, the Anchor FM app. <laughs> truly <yeah>. underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. No, it's it's actually a band. Uh, okay, it's, that that's I, fair. That I listen to, and this is specifically because I I went to a uh, one of their. Um, What's the what's the what's the you, name of you're like You're looking for the word concert. I was just about to say that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Truly the, turpid. The, the you know the bands that that kind of like mimic the uh Oh, a cover band. A co- thank you. A cover band. I went to this with my wife Ashley uh around like February uh March uh but it was Abba Mania that we went to. Um and Honestly, You're all about it. I I really was all about it. And, and about honestly, it. this cover band, Abba Mania, and we love Abba. I don't know if anyone else does here. I no. <laughs> I went to go see an Abba like what, was what the hell is Mama happening Mia here with you, yeah, Mama Mia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you the dancing queen, Tim? Uh, Young I and might, sweet. Might as well be. Oh, not this. <laughs> so. Anyways, but when anytime I hear ABBA, it just it kind of makes me think of that like summery kind of feeling and I'm like I'm I'm ready especially when we saw it like February, March, I'm really ready for spring at that time to to spring into summer and and that kind of just gets me in that mindset that like, you know what? I'm ready for this. And honestly, every single ABBA song is catchy. I don't care what you say, What Bob. do they have besides Dancing Queen? They have many songs besides oh, yeah. Dancing Queen, man. Honestly, you could put on an ABBA um, album, and you would know every song. This is a uh, great answer. Thank you. Are you serious? Thank you, no, I got to give it to him, man. <laughs> what the hell is going... Listen, Bob, I, 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 I'm going to recommend this to you. If you listen to the top five songs on Spotify from yep. ABBA... I'm going to skip you, Dancing Queen, I'll tell you that right and, now. And listen, the other four will probably make you feel pretty good. I'll do it tonight and let man you know. Man After Midnight. You let me know what you think of that oh song. Oh, my gosh. Man After Midnight? That was my oh. draft day walk-up song It once. was. <laughs> I remember that. You're not encouraging me here. It was great. I enjoyed that answer. Thank you, Josh. It's it's <laughs> classic. It's uplifting. It's it's got the right amount of disco to it. I love that. Right, you know, disco. And, and the fact, Bob, that it's personal to me that I saw this with my lovely wife, who I know you love. Uh, nothing <laughs> against you or Ashley. I love you both dearly. You're not gonna guilt me into <laughs> into my love of you guys into ABBA. Bob, you haven't given ABBA a chance. You've just heard Dancing Queen, and honestly, that's one of my least favorite songs Look, that they do. I'm willing to admit I haven't given them a chance, and I will, but my first impression here, my inclination, is this is very, very odd. <laughs> I, I understand the, the sentiment that it might be okay. odd, Bob, but okay. I want you to listen, and next week, I want you to report. Fair enough. Will do. All right. Josh? Well, my answer is, you know, sometimes the the darkness can get to you early. Hello, uh, especially... darkness, my old friend. <laughs> no, that's not my song. <laughs> We're going to Scarborough Fair again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scarborough Evil Fair. flies out from the night. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, my answer is uh, anything by Merle Haggard. I am Hell yeah. a huge fan of him. It's one of those things where that's one of my favorite things to listen to on one of those summer nights. Yeah. It's like 8.30, the sun's still out, and you're having a good time. Um, 
you know, I love a good mama tried. Uh, you know, he turned 21 in prison. Oh, yes, he did. Did mama really try? She sure oh, did. Oh, mama tried. <laughs> you listen to that <laughs> song. You know. She tried. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think anything by uh, Oki from Muskoki is, is just another great one. He's and, proud. And it's one of those like nighttime. Loud and proud. Yeah. You're driving down yeah. the highway. You, you put on a little Merle and you get a little smile. Yeah, on I your love face. Merle. But here's the thing. You can listen to it at this time of year and think, gosh, that is coming up right on the horizon. I love it. So nice. Merle's my answer. Nice. You know, I think I think we went kind of the same way here, where it's like kind of a uh, it's semi summer looking. Like you're looking yeah. ahead to the summer, trying yeah. to trying to get there. You know, because especially in this time, which is very depressing. It's you know, or it's just, just slush all over the road. Yeah, my grass is shredded. You get a nice <laughs> like fifty degree day, and then the next day you get dumped on with a with a you know two feet of snow. Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 truly turpid. It's truly turpid. Now I always, I know I always write these music segments, and I always have a hard time following them. So I'm gonna break the rules. I'm gonna give you three. Oh boy, here we go. The first one is Salisbury Hill because I, oh, because I, I like listening to that song whenever. It's nostalgic. It makes me feel good. It is good for me. And uh, there are eagles. There are eagles that fly out in the night. It's good. The second one. I just want to clarify. I do like Salisbury Hill. I really do. As you should. It's a great song. Like, honestly, who who doesn't love that song? If you don't like it, write in and then delete our cast from your saved podcasts. Also, then re-add us so we can get the listen. And then Keep, learn to like Salisbury Hill. <laughs> Keep the Anchor app. Just delete and us. And Peter Gabriel, if you ever hear this, please, please, we'd love to have you as our first guest on the show. And Taylor Gabriel, if you ever hear us. Mm. Yeah, you ruined Josh's week. You ruined, you ruined, you ruined his fantasy. You ruined football. Christmas. So the first is Salisbury Hill. The second, uh, I like the song. It's it's good, but I like it because I remember one specific time being in my car, and and I don't listen to the radio in my car. Well, my truck now, but this is when I had my car. Bob, I d- how awesome is it having a truck? I love it. It's I love great, it, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, people will say, well, the Ridge Line's not a real whatever, whatever. Stop. Stop. I, had a, I had a Buick before this. Don't tell me that. It's a truck. And what what do you have? Yeah, what do you have? <laughs> Anyways, so I was Losers. driving my old Buick, and it was a you know it was a really snowy day, very very cold out, and uh, I you didn't, should not be driving that I, in the I, snow. I, I, well, it That's wasn't snowing, but it had snowed, it and has. I remember it was like um, it wasn't snow, but it had snowed. But it had snowed. It had snowed. Like it was cold. It had snowed. Oh, so the roads were already they were clear fine. For they you were to, fine to rip down with yeah. the old uh, Buick. <laughs> yeah, bless you. Excuse God. me. So uh, edit that out. So the, I think I was still sending the iPod through the tape cassette <laughs> adapter in the car. Oh, tape cassette! And, oh yeah, this is what the Buick had. I'll tell you. And Do you. Can we talk about tape cassette adapters for two seconds? What a, a beneficial tool How for crazy. so many people. So like, it's literally a tape with a wire just coming out of the. the you don't opening. have auxiliary? No problem. You don't have a CD player? No problem. You got a disc man? Hook it up to this tape, and you're fine. And you can get any of these for four ninety nine at Walmart. Suddenly, you can listen to whatever you'd like in your old car. Love underrated. It. Very Truly underrated. Very underrated. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. That's a no, good no, idea no. for a future cast, that, by the way. That's an excellent, oh, yeah. excellent underrated item. For many people, they probably are still using those. Because think about are, it. Yeah. If yeah. you have Spotify on your phone, you can still use that cassette adapter to hook up to the auxiliary port in your phone, the headphone jack in your phone, People are probably still using these. It blows my mind that it could be still relevant. I, for many people, I'm sure it is. 
How does it even work? It, it was w- relevant to me up to, <laughs> to, to two years ago. It was relevant to me about, oh my gosh, what was that? Last July. Lucille. Fair. Well, no, after Lucille. <laughs> it was Lucille Stravka and um, Stravka. Suki. Stravka was uh, my wife's Stravka? car. Yeah, those he, are those. you used the cassette? I used them in every single car. All of them? Yeah, because they were all old pieces of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but you loved that cassette adapter. Loved it. Very but this nice. particular day Sorry. I'm talking about. No, that's a great that's a great tangent there. <laughs> and we're gonna come back to that someday soon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh some for some reason this day, like I didn't have either my iPod died or like I didn't the the cassette adapter. The only problem with those is the jack would wear after a while, so you'd have to buy a new sure. one because they'd cut out. Whatever the case 499, was. 499 though, you're fine. 499, no problem. Um yeah, you get the Phillips at Walmart, no Even problem. Even when we were a kid, it's just fine. That's fine. That's fine. your Easter money from grandma. Yeah, and you're going to love it. Yep. Thanks grandma. But I, the radio was on that day and I remember the woman saying something like, "This one will help you get through." And they played a Toes by the Zac Brown band. And that is a quintessential summer song, but on a cold winter day, like it kind of hit hard and I was yeah. like, "This is on its way. I can feel this today." So are we saying that like kind of like the summery songs are what uh, we look for in but this not time? Every not song. always, because my third choice is Jimmy Buffett a, a, a go-to summer Ooh. guy? But Margaritaville. The su- no, the song. Burger in Paradise. The, no, the song. <laughs> um, uh, boat drinks. It's about him being in a very cold. I'll be honest. I've climate. never heard boat drinks. You gotta listen to it. It's about him. You have heard. I've played at a show you were at, and uh, <laughs> so you I may not be aware of this. But uh, no, anyways, it's a good song about him being in the cold and, and yearning for the uh, for the heat in a tropical climate. And that one really, really hits hard this time of year. Bob, I was going to just make the point that not every summer song can yes. be played this time of year. And my example was going to be Jimmy Buffett. Mm. Boat drinks. I'm going to withhold my judgment until I hear that song. Because got to look up the li- yeah. yeah. Let me know next week. It's It's literally about this podcast. Gotcha. Wow. Because wow. so, sometimes his songs can be a little bit too, hey, it's summer, let's just have a great yeah, time. This one, he wants it to be summer, but it's he talk, he's waiting to play uh, his normal song. I would tell you the lyrics, but I don't want to ruin your first listen. Right. I'll let you go home, have a fresh dunkle, and ponder it over. We'll play it right after we're done. Yeah. We can also do that. Yeah. So let's go to your movie. Feel good movie. You're feeling a little down in the dumps. Uh, uh, you know, there's still a couple months ago. What movie are you going to watch? What's going to get you out of the slump? All right, so um, I'll I'll take this one. The uh, it's gonna be a movie that you've already brought up on this podcast, Bob. Imagine that. Yep, <laughs> it's gonna be fifty first dates. Great pay. I, wow. I, I really, I really enjoy the feel of the the Hawaii. I I, I enjoy everything about that movie. It just honestly, the way I take this question is like. What am I most excited about to get past this crappy time? <laughs> and I'm most excited about, you know, like summer and, and not having to wear my coat anymore and, and short weather. Oh, I miss, miss, miss short weather, man. Shorts and a hoodie. Shorts and a hoodie. Uh, yes. It's, it's the yes. best. And it's like that kind of mid to late spring apparel that is, it's my favorite. Yep. Favorite thing to wear. And if, if Bob wasn't in the bathroom right now, he, <laughs> because Bob is the master of the short in a, in a he hoodie. He wore shorts here. 
yeah, he is. He starts earlier than most of us, and he's an inspiration to all. I'm wearing shorts now, but that's because I'm in my home, and Ashley cranks up the heat for our guests like you folks. So <laughs> I, I need to wear the shorts. Tim, flattered. <laughs> I do what I can. First I, time he's been warm in months. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, honestly, you got to the the shorts and the hoodie combo that you mentioned, sir, that is... There's no feeling like it. No. Honestly, it's it's the opposite of when you're going in the car, and, and it's heat on the feet and air through the hair. Have yep. you heard of that? Yes, I have. A hundred percent. Yes. So it's warm on the top, air through the leg hairs. You see, and it's, I like that. Bob, <laughs> as a person who is wearing shorts and a hoodie yes. right now, can you talk about the benefits of how great of a, a fashion statement this is well i don't know if the fashion is there but i'll tell you that the comfort's there yes so if you can protect your neck shout out to the wu-tang clan uh, um and you can seriously if you can protect your neck and your in your head and keep them warm in your upper body because you know you got a couple shirts underneath maybe a shirt maybe two shirts whatever you have two shirts underneath a hoodie no sometimes? one now but sometimes you're at work you got the shirt you got the button up over the shirt and oh, you okay. throw the hoodie right. on so the undershirt the button yeah up, maybe you have three the hoodie is like a lighter version of a jacket in the winter. Yeah. And for me, and I know this isn't true of anybody, my legs don't get as cold as the rest of my body. Same. So throughout most of the, and I'm tired of the New Englanders saying, aren't you cold? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm cold. It's, it's freaking 15 degrees outside. I'm freezing. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not hanging out outside. If I'm going out to the store, the the three seconds from my car to the store oh. are cold. I get in the store, it's warm. Bob, you're getting me hot and bothered. Well, right this is the thing. They, they, oh, <laughs> aren't you cold? Yeah, but I'm not going to stand outside for the next hour. I'm going shopping. It's warm in the store, and then I'm going home. I, I got home from work. I put these on. I'm comfortable. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. You'll have to change when you get home. Yeah. You know what drives me freaking ballistic, Bob? <laughs> Somebody's so, shorts. Okay. So you're you're and this is midwinter. Midwinter. I hate driving in midwinter because I'm wearing my nice coat because I'm cold outside. Then I get in my car, I blast the heat. I get really hot in the car. I try to take my coat off, and then and then people with me are, are just too hot or too cold for for me to yeah. to turn the heat down. It's like what's well, the thing? Everybody has a different acceptable. What do you, what heat do you level. want from me? Yeah. Like I, I'm too hot right now. Like yeah. like and I <laughs> and and Ashley Ashley is opposite of ashley's my wife uh, for those of you that don't know but ashley's opposite of me she's very cold all the time and i'm very i run hot you know like yeah. i feel like as a bigger guy i just run hot and and she she just runs cold because she's a girl so i think the problem is that you can't find that happy medium you know no like, no no matter what and and it, it's tough and we we, we make our sacrifices well, you know, and, and but, i'm a man of comfort Yes, I do my bidding in the light. I'm a man of comfort, <laughs> and 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 here and here's the thing. Like these days now, I I own I finally found pants that fit the right way. So I own more pants the now Lees. than I ever have. It's the Lees and it's the Wranglers. The it's stretch the material is very now. innovative. Mm. But uh, would that have mattered to me a few years ago? No, it wouldn't have mattered because I've accepted now that as an adult, I you know this is acceptable. You wear pants when it's cold. It's fine. But in college, I'd even get this because I'd I'd walk a little bit from my car to class, and I'd be, oh, I'm go I'm walking five minutes to class. Yeah, it's cold. I'm sitting in a lecture hall for an hour and a half in very comfortable chairs with heat. 
Yeah. I'm going to be fine. I'm here for the day. Yes. Yep. It, people don't understand that. It's a comfort thing. Five minutes of, a little chilly, versus, damn, it's hot in here. I wish I could lose some layers is not really much of a toss-up to me. And I, I understand. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just going to say, it's. I would rather be cold than hot. Because if I'm running hot, I'm sweating, I'm uncomfortable, I'm tired, I just want to get out of there. If I'm cold, I can deal with that. Well, and let me ask you this, Josh, going off that. Sorry, Tim, I'm not, not trying to cut you off. Please. Real quick question. That's why I think the hoodie and the shorts are nice things. Let's say I got my T-shirt, my button up, and my hoodie on. I'm in that lecture hall. My legs are a little cold. I toss the hood up. I I, I put fine. my hands in the pockets. I'm fine. My legs are not going to make or break the temperature in that room. Nope. If I was wearing a T-shirt, that's a different story. And these same people have no problem with someone in jeans and a T-shirt. That's going to make me cold. I don't like the T-shirt in winter. Right. I'm, I'm in a jeans and T-shirt right now. And I told Tim... When we when we started recording, I was pretty cold. Yeah, we warmed up a little bit here, but like, sure. I was pretty cold. But you're in a hoodie and shorts, the opposite of what I'm in, and you're fine. You you're probably I fine. feel great. Yeah, and and here's the thing, like that, I I'm fine with people who who need to wear their jeans and sure, their, their no, no, nothing against sure. them. Fine, but I don't like how you know the the shorts and the hoodie gets judged. Like, don't Dude, I judge actually, me. One of the reasons I stopped doing it years ago before I discovered the pants I like is I just got so tired of going to the store, just going to get gas. I'm like, oh, aren't you cold? Yeah, I'm cold. It's, it's, aren't you cold or a little early for that, yeah. don't you oh, think? Oh, uh, February. No. February shorts? Yeah, 80 degrees in my car with the heater on. <laughs> right. Feeling just fine. Got snow pants in the back if I break down. Mind your business. Yeah. You know, I don't want to show up to some place with sweat stains. Yeah. You Going know? to my buddies to hang out and have a beer. Don't want jeans on. The problem with that is these people who are bundled up, they're still cold. Sure. Like, not my problem. It's like, no, I can have. Not my problem. I can have a winter jacket on and jeans, and I could still be out there filling up my car, and I'm pretty cold. And the minute sure. you get... Yeah, the minute you get back in there, though, your heat's on. Exactly, and then I get hot. And you're fine. You know, people don't realize this, and that's the whole thing, like I said earlier. You see me at the ski slope in shorts, you can call me a moron. Sure. If I'm walking to get gas, and I'm going to get back in my heated vehicle in a minute, mm -hmm. don't worry about it. I'll be fine. You know what? Stop with the judgment. Knock that's the off. thing. You know, and... It's a walk from the car to whatever building you're going to. Like, you're going to bother me for a 15-second sure. walk to a gas station? The stop and Leave chat you're alone. trying to do with me is going to take up more time yeah. than me getting into this warm building and going about my business. Guess what? I'm a little cold. I want to get in the building. Yeah, no stop and so chat. So I can get back out in my warm motivation. car. Aren't you cold? Yeah, but I'm also comfortable. You know yep. what? Enjoy your parka. Enjoy your snow pants. It's 50 degrees out. It's Connecticut. Yeah. Grow up. Well, that's another part. It's New England. You know. I know. Listen, I've accepted this. That's why I've chose to dress like this. This isn't news to me. Oh, <laughs> does your, do you know what season it is? Oh, enlighten me. <laughs> I'm actually on my way to buy a new jacket, but no, please tell me. <laughs> is it February? Oh, golly shucks. I hope they have some fleece-lined pants in here. Guess I accidentally hibernated, you old bat. <laughs> this might be my favorite segment on this show yet. <laughs> the, the, people, the people who say this, they don't do their bidding in the light. No. Only in the dark. They they stay in the dark. In dank, dark places. There are where eagles they stay. in the night. <laughs> These are not the the eagle flew out of the night. These people remain in the night. 
Sad. Anyways, my two movies. <laughs> I can't pick just one. My all-time go-to feel-good is just Wedding Crashers whenever. But my, Love it. But my favorite... Do you notice that Bob always fits in like three picks for everyone? Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's always when I ride it, too, because I have a hard True. time. But my winter-specific one is Grumpy Old Men. Because there's so many great things the Grumpy Old Men do to pass the winter in Wabasha. But also, there's a really good sequel called grumpy year old man that takes place in the summer so it's almost like this mental thing where you're like all right we're watching the winter version now bob but soon a, we're gonna watch their summer this is another movie. movie i've never seen grumpy old man well we're gonna go see if it's streaming right after the cast very good <laughs> <laughs> well Did we I, are we are an hour and 11 minutes boys so we should probably wrap up our next segment pretty quick well this is the last one so the last part of this pick oh. is your favorite activity to do to get you out of the slump fair enough all right i'm gonna answer quickly here it's disc golf, all right? Yeah. So I get excited when it's getting to the 50-degree the weather, you know. You got your discs. You're climbing up on Salisbury Hill. I got my sweatshirt. I got my shorts with some long socks You could see on. the city lights. Yeah, I'm fine. You know, there's a little bit of snow on the ground, but that's fine. I can still see my disc in the snow. I'm fine with it. I'm going to play some disc golf. I'm going to get a nice hike in. I'm fine. This is great. <laughs> When he throws his disc golf into the lake, his heart goes boom, boom. <laughs> that was Ashley's disc, and I still apologize. <laughs> Grab your disc. He's coming to take you home. But, yeah, it's disc golf. It's a hike. It's an yeah. exercise at the same time. Honestly, any weather, i do it in a snowstorm. We've only You and I have been playing a lot. And, yeah. uh The only reason we've had to take a bit of a break is not even the snow. We've played in snow. Yep. Uh, it's just the, the amount of snow. When you can't f- actually walk through it, it's difficult. Yeah, when it's going up to your like shins. Eh. But otherwise, you just throw on those par- that parka. You, you, you do your bidding in the light. You toss them. Well, especially in this time of year, it's like this is this is the time. Like yeah. the snow's melting, you're good to go. Yeah. Another week or two, you'll be fine. Maybe. Well, we're doing it this. Sunday, we're actually going right? to try it this right weekend. <laughs> Josh, you're more Stay than welcome. Tuned. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, we know you got the buzz. I know. I got bring the buzz. I got my pirate to. Uh, Bring the brat. <laughs> I might. Hi, rot, man. Bring it. <laughs> that was a tough sell. Tim, I'm, I'm going to stay along the same lines as you. I'm a big fan of hiking in general. Mm. Just going out and... Uh, you ever hiked up Salisbury Hill? Ah. Yeah, once or twice. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I just find it to be a great thing. Bring the dog, bring the wife, uh, you know, go out there. Yeah, it's cold, but, you know, if you bundle up, it's fine. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of places around here to do that, too. So just getting out there. I feel like sometimes mm. in the winter, you stay inside so often you yeah. just got to get out there and enjoy the sunshine when it's you just can. that sniff of spring that you're yeah. waiting for you know and, and you can get it you can get that sniff right now yeah right in the beginning of the march you're like i can smell it yeah i don't need it to be perfectly warm outside no, there no. can still be snow on the ground but sure a good hike does a lot for uh for the old soul morale yeah. oh yeah for sure mine's not far from that it's a nice ride bring it, your merrills as too. long bring your Bring your Keens. As long as it's not like actually snowing at the time, a nice long ride um, is good. Same reason. Is this your pick? It's my pick. A nice long ride in the vehicle. Some good music going. Maybe some Salisbury Hill. In the truck, right? In the truck. I used to do it in the Buick. I used to, before that, do it in the Hyundai. Um, I'm a little bit addicted, actually, to going on rides because. I've never been invited. Why? Well, because here's the thing. (laughs) I do my bidding alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Liz even knows like we'll go on rides sometimes together but like she's like you're going for a ride this morning I'm like yep like for me it's it's this mental reset like Wait, in like, the morning you go for these rides um weekends sometimes in the morning after work sometimes i go for me it's it's that thing josh said like 
I can stay home and binge watch on Netflix for like two hours. And then something mentally in me starts stirring. And I'm like, listen, if we're going to have drinks later and, and watch the rest of this, I need to go out for an hour. Right. Or like, even on a snow, I'm like, you think this will be done by one? Like, I need to get out of the house for an hour. Okay. I don't even need to do anything. I just need to see some scenes, some scenery, see some sights, like have a coffee, have a soda, whatever. Like, I need to go out for a little bit and just drive around. Yep. Um, and I like it. Yeah, I, I think this is a habit I've est- I established like back in college, like when I was commuting a lot. It became kind of part of like it got ingrained in my daily thing, and like I, I've never been able to get rid of it. Like I don't commute far at all to work now, so I need to like add this into my routines. But you could um, be spontaneous about it too. And yeah, I think that's part of the fun. You could be daring. <laughs> well, you don't be too <laughs> daring. You you need to be safe when you drive, well, Tim. Yes, be safe, but also daring. You could go where you've never been before, Bob. Think about that. Western New York. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'll tell Thanks for tuning in to another edition of... Well, no, for real. Any last thoughts, guys? I'm very enlightened on stouts after this cast. Yeah. Um, kind of surprising, huh? Yeah, I feel like I might pick myself up a sixer of them uh, this weekend, for sure. I mean, that last one tasted like butt juice, but the other two... No, no, that was great. Just- Tell him it wasn't that bad, Josh. Josh. It was rated fairly. Josh. It was. Josh. Tim. Josh. This is coming from the top, man. And the top was overwhelmingly correct. It's the entertainer. How dare you? Great reference. Was that Eugene Levy? And what what an excellent excellent man Eugene he is Levy. Excellent. <laughs> he is we <laughs> truly underrated. Stay tuned for more Eugene Levy in future casts. But uh, hey, it was a fun time, guys. Right, and we hope you learned. You know, as always, we're here to entertain you guys and uh and 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 hang out with you virtually. I guess that's how we do it auditorily and with but, each uh, other. We hang out. and with each other. Yeah. That's a great part of this. Uh, but we hope maybe it, it gave you some ideas or made you think of some things you can do to get yourself out of that seasonal slump. We approached it in a comedic way, but it happens. We get in that slump, and you got to fall back on those things that make you feel good. You the end what, is in sight. The spring is near. You know what you should really fall back on is a nice mug. Or from the merch store. A nice T-shirt from the merch store. Yeah. So fly like an eagle in the night to go get them. <laughs> fly like an eagle in the night. And you know... At the end of the day, <laughs> you know, these things exist. We enjoy these casts. What was this Let segment us... that Bob made up for himself the other week? <laughs> what was that called? Because this is that Bob's segment. Bob's thoughts but just... or something. Well, let's thoughts. just call him Bob's thoughts. So, this is that segment. Yeah, it's very nice. You know, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, we're all in this together. Of course. Whether or not there is an autographed feather. May as well be. But we do this for you guys. We do it for each other. We have a good time. Even your mother. Do something for us. For me. Buy some merch. And Josh and Bob. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't, you don't have to do anything. But thanks for listening to another edition of the Overrated. Underrated. Or Rated Fairly Podcast. Good for your mother, father, aunt, or dunkle. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Overrated. <laughs> oh, underrated. Rated Fairly. Oh, so fun.